0: I think the injury report went out, so I'll let that stand. Uh, getting ready to play a really good team. Um, can be very explosive on, on offense. They certainly have good players on defense. Uh, I think that it's fair to say that they're, they're coming together as a team. Uh, they're playing better and better each week, so it's going to be a big challenge for us. So that'll i take your questions. Pat, they're getting back uh, Pat Peterson this mm-hmm. week. What does he bring that maybe they were missing uh, before he was, while he was out? Well, he's a top-flight corner in this league, and, and certainly anybody that has his skill and ability and has played as well as he has for, for as long as he has, um, that'll be a boost to their defense. Pat, with Evan and Saquon practicing fully today, reasonable to assume they'll play Sunday. We'll just see how the, what, the week, what the week holds. Um, I'm sure everybody's got questions with regard to it, but they practiced today and they did well. So we'll just see. Pat, it seems like Daniel Jones is uh, learning on the fly how to, when he's under pressure, the balance between throwing it away and holding on to it and making a play. I'm just curious, how much of that is coachable and how much of that is him processing in the moment and the decision making? Well, I think you got to be a good decision maker uh, early in the middle and late in downs. In young players that are hyper-competitive like he is, uh, they try to make a play all the way throughout. Um, but um, as, as you go through this, you know, as a quarterback, you know, there there are times when uh, it's important to use your legs and unfortunately throw the ball away or um, – and and they get used to that as they go. And um, just like he's getting used to every single thing. Uh, I talked to him last week. I said, you know, it was kind of an interesting month he had. and. You know, he, he went through a lot in the first month, learned a lot, and, and did a lot of really good things. And I think um, um, we're looking forward for him, to him continuing to improve in all facets of playing quarterback. Pat, we, we've seen how Daniel can run as a part of his skill set. How would you describe Colin Murray's running ability? That seems like <coughs> he's not just doing it when plays break down. You know? No, it's, it's unique. And, you know, they have uh, many more you know, structured quarterback type runs, your traditional, you know, zone read, so to speak, where uh, the quarterback runs it if the if either the edge disappears or the numbers are right. So they have more of those in their system. Um, but again, I think the, the most dangerous thing in our league with a quarterback with his skill set is when they drop back to pass and then he takes off and runs. And he's done that on a consistent basis throughout. And that's where you're, they're dangerous because then they have the ability to keep their eyes downfield and throw a late check down for 60 yards or continue to run and, and, and move the chains. And so that's, that's what he, you know, that's part of his charm. And he's done a good job to this point. Matt, do you have to change your uh, scout team quarterback because of that? I mean, you don't have a 5'10 quarterback, obviously, who can, who can run around like that. Do you need to put a defensive back there, or uh, somewhere no? I mean, we, so we we practice with the quarterback throwing the ball. Um, he and Eli have, you know, different skill sets certainly, you know. But you know, there's a lot to be practiced in terms of their route concepts and what they're trying to get done. And then um, you just try to simulate the other stuff the best you can. You always talk about everybody runs the same plays, right? And when we talk about your style of offense and everything. When you look at them. Are they significantly different than what most teams do? Though? Well, I think there's everybody runs similar plays. You know, not all the same. I, I I think, you know, and then, you know, I think everybody is game plan specific. You know, I think we all try to do the things that work against the coverages we face, and so um, that's why it looks a little bit different for everybody week to week. Going back to Kyler just for a second, when you watch him, does any part of you see a former baseball pitcher when you look at the arm and the arm strength? A baseball pitcher? I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know that. I mean, I, I. I see a guy that has, you know, he's doing all the things he did in college. You know, he's got a quick release. He's very accurate. Um, in terms of his ability to throw the ball, I don't know if I. I see a quarterback. I. I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm I – I guess that's, that's sort of what I see. Pat, do you – I know it's, it's not intended to be any disrespect to the guys you played in running, at running back instead of Saquon or in place of Saquon, but mm. did teams play you differently because Saquon was not your running back and do you anticipate things changing when he becomes your running back again? Uh, no, I I don't know if they did or not. I mean, that's a, probably a better question for the coordinators that played against us. Um, you know, I, I think against Minnesota, we saw the same combination of coverages that, that we had prepared for. Um, and then certainly against uh, New England, you know, we saw all the things that they did in terms of how they pressure um, to how they cover. So in those two games, you know, I, I'm I'm not sure I saw something significantly different than what we prepared for. Pat, going back to Saquon, if he plays this week, do you have to balance, you know, giving him too much to do on his first game back after so many weeks? Or do you just say, look, he's got the green light, we're just going to go like nothing happened? Well, it's the middle of October and we're playing ball. So we'll, we'll just see how that plays out. You know, I think You know, players that are deemed healthy, you try to use them to the best of their ability and um, maximize what they can do to help impact the game. When you made Daniel Jones the starter, you obviously had a plan in place where, you know, Saquon is a major part of this offense, and he was going to help both mentor rookie quarterback. Um, When he comes back, if he comes back this week, how much can that help a rookie quarterback to have a guy who is such a threat who you're going to want to give the ball to, you know, throw the ball to all those things that just quite frankly no one else really does. Well, the two biggest, you know, if if a quarterback was going to pick two friends, one's an offensive line and then the other's a running back, you know, the ability to be protected so they can make throws, and then a runner that you can hand the ball to and gain yards. And, you know, I think um, obviously Saquon being back, uh, if in fact he is, will be a big boost for not only for the quarterback, but for our whole team. Pat, the Cardinals have continued to run a 3-4 defense. Has it changed much under Vance Joseph's Or is it the same that Mm -hmm. James has had? It's the same conceptually. So when we're in 21 or 12, so when we just have two receivers on the field, you see the 3-4 defense, much like us, and then when they you know we get to eleven or you know, multiple wide outs, three wide outs, they go to more of a nickel set. Uh, and then there are times when we're in three wides when they'll stay five on the line. So um, structurally the same. Um, how they play coverage behind it's a little bit different. How they pressure is a little bit different, but I would say the fundamentals of what they teach is, is the same. Pat do you think having a young defense and we've talked about sort of having a young defense, do you think that helps in a game like this? Because you know, they already know the college, the way the college game has changed, and the kind of play that Kyler Murray and Cliff had yeah. had in college that, that they're now bringing to the NFL. You know, they don't have to learn new rules and things like that. Does that help? I don't know that. Um, I think it's always experience is always more important than in, in things like this. You know, when you're adjusting to tempo and, and tactics, I think experience helps you. In, you know, obviously, more than inexperience, uh, youth is good as well. Um, you know, I think our guys are getting better each each week, and part of part of what we have to deal with this week is a little bit like what we try to do. You know, you, you kind of as a play caller, you, you you move the throttle around. Sometimes you go fast from the huddle. Sometimes you go fast on the line. Sometimes it's a little bit more methodical, um, and. You know, they because they're newer in their system, they kind of line up without a huddle. And so some of our guys, I would say this, to answer your question directly, some of our guys that are young, it'll look more familiar to them. Now, whether that's going to help us or not, we'll, we'll figure that out as we go. Take a couple more. Pat, Corey, Corey Valentine, not referring to the injury, but just for the first six weeks, like it seemed in the late preseason, he was coming on strong. I don't think he even played in the final preseason game but what has held up his progress in getting more defensive snaps and playing, whether it be in the slot or outside? He's, I mean, he's been working at it. I mean, we've been using him on special teams, and, I mean, he's developing. He's a young player, and he's doing an excellent job. Uh, there's nothing holding him back right now.